Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Hello, friends. Welcome to another edition of By the Book. DC Matthews at the DC Matthews here with you again. Uh, it is, full disclosure, uh, one of the final days of May as I sit here and talk to you. Uh, what a crazy couple of months it's been. Uh, I don't remember exactly when I first sat down and began this tournament of nerdiness with you. It had to be at least two months ago. Um, and the weird thing is, there's not a whole lot that is different, at least in terms of the day-to-day. Um, you could make the argument that what, with all the goings-on of the world, uh, things have gotten worse. But in terms of the day-to-day, uh, at least for me, um, still working from home, still not really going anywhere. So, it, you know, I think I've said this multiple times on these podcast airwaves that it's like someone pushed the pause button. And so far, again, at least for my unique, uh, and I will say rather privileged experience, um, I'm still on pause. But I'm happy to be here with you to finish the third round of the uh, Tournament of Nerdiness. We ended, I believe, on page 11. Yeah. We did page 11, which had some epic matchups and a little bit of chicanery that I'm sure Jeremy will take issue with, Uh, but we have five more pages to go before this round has ended, and then we'll figure out where we want to go from there. So let's get started, shall we? You can join us, join me, and uh, let's put the cares of the world off to the side for half an hour or so and just be goofy and nerdy and have some fun. Page 12. Uh, Steve Blackman versus Bret Hart. I don't think there's any question, if you know me, about who is going to win that. Uh, Although I will say I did watch just today Steve Blackman wrestle or fight Mark Marrow in uh, the first round of the Brawl for All. Oh, that was embarrassing. He just kept taking Marrow down. Marrow couldn't hit him practically at all. You know. Not exact, not exactly the way. I, I'll give the brawl for all a chance. You know, I mocked Chip mainly because he was so vehemently against it. But then I watched Bradshaw versus Mark Canterbury, aka Henry Godwin. Who, that was bad. It was like a slap fight. Anyways, uh, 
here's a matchup that could be a final for somebody. Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero. Another one of those incidences where uh, it's just not fair. This tournament is just not fair. These guys should not be fighting in the round of 256. Uh, but I've already done some chicanery. I don't feel particularly good about doing any other chicanery. Um, I, being a, the guy that I am, I'm going to go with Kurt Angle. But that doesn't mean that Eddie Guerrero isn't amazing or will go very, very far once he drops down into those consolation rounds. He could very easily vie for, however this is going to work, third place, fifth place, tenth place. I don't know how this, it's going to work when we get closer to the end. We'll see. Uh, Jerry Lawler versus Paul Roma. Uh, again, Paul Roma is one of those guys. How'd you make it this far? That doesn't make any sense. Who'd you be? Let's, let's see. Uh, Bad Luck Fale and Butchwacker Loot. You know, if I was doing this tournament over again, talking, I've been talking so much lately about the quest for joy, you know, um, with the exception of the powerplex finishing move from Power and Glory, Paul Roma and Hercules... I can't say that he brought me more joy than the Bushwhackers did when I was a kid. But either way, uh, Jerry Lawler clearly gets the victory there. And then we've got the big cat Ernie Ladd, who advanced due to Jeremy's intervention, uh, taking on Vader. I, I don't think Jeremy will mind if I give Vader the win. Again, it's a generational thing. That would be a fantastic matchup. They could wrestle ten times, and they'd probably each win five. But in this instance, I'm giving Vader the win. Uh, next up, Barry Windham versus Kushida. Great matchup there. Uh, I'll give the win to Barry Windham. You know, when Barry Windham was was good, he was really, really great. And when he was bad, I still found him good. So, funny how that works out. Uh, and then we've got John Cronus versus Buddy Rose. Again, Buddy Rose defeated Ivan Putsky and Sean Stasiak, so... Uh, I'll give it to Cronus. I don't like his split pose. It just looks weird. Doesn't look intimidating. Just looks awkward. But he is a fantastic wrestler. I'll we'll give him that. Uh, Okada versus Eli Drake. Ooh, that would be a tough matchup for many people. I'm trying to think about you know who has brought me joy. I'll go with Okada. Okada has brought me some joy. I don't understand what was going on with the balloons. A couple years ago, and actually that I found joyful. The fact that I had no idea what was going on and he was going in such a different direction. I'll go with Okada, but Eli Drake is very good. <laughs> and then we have Oz versus Rhino. Now, Rhino. Now, Oz is, you know, I find joy in it because it was so bad, but really it was so fleeting. And, you know, now granted, he, you know, Kevin Nash had his hair dyed blonde, and, but, I'll give it to Rhino. Rhino, in all of his different elements and things, eating the crackers and just, you know, again, he's a guy built like I imagine I would be built as a pro wrestler. So I've got some love for Rhino. All right. The matchups on page 12, pretty amazing. This was when we did like an all-time draft. Um, I wound up, this was like the main event of my first pay-per-view, Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. Who would not want to watch that in a 60-90, 120-minute Iron Man match? Uh, Jerry Lawler versus Vader. That would be fun. 
Barry Windham versus John Cronus. Again, very fun. And Okada versus Rhino. Four quality matchups there on page 12. Uh, moving on. We got four more to go. Let's turn to page 13 here. Open the new folder. Pull out the new bracket. And we have Adam Cole versus Sheamus. Great match. I love me some Adam Cole, baby. Uh, I am starting to worry, however. It's nothing against Adam Cole. I love him as Chugs in the Up, Up, Down, Down Uno tournament. Um, or it's not a tournament, it's a series. I am starting to worry because Adam Cole is getting, he's going to be past the 365-day mark when you listen to this. Uh, for me, it's, you know, it's happening, I think, tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure where he goes. I'm not sure what his ceiling is in the WWE. Is he going to stay in NXT? I, you know, Matt Riddle's getting called up. I'm hearing Dijakovic is being called up. At some point, I would imagine the Undisputed Era would get called up, but Adam Cole is small. I'm not sure if he is a heavyweight championship kind of guy. Now, granted, Seth Rollins is fairly small. Um, AJ Styles is fairly small. I don't know how Adam Cole compares to either of them in terms of height and weight and things. Um, but that does make me a little nervous about his future going forward. I, I don't buy any of the rumors that he's, his contract will expire and he'll go to AEW. He's dating someone from AEW. Yeah, he's going to show up at a party. That's not a big deal. Uh, Adam Cole gets the win. Oh, I've been dreading this matchup. This is going to this is going to pull at the core of me. This is one of the ultimate heart herders, uh, Lince Dorado, the mascot of DDT Wrestling, and Buddy Murphy. You know how I feel about Buddy Murphy. Back in 2014, 2015, I was singing the praises of Buddy Murphy, and it took much longer than I had hoped. But now I'm feeling warranted in singing the praises of Buddy Murphy. Uh, I'm going to give him the win over Lince Dorado. But again, had I known that this, had I remembered that this was coming, would I have saved my little shenanigans involving Roddy Piper and Mantar? I might have. I might have. Um, though, then again, Mantar could also easily be a mascot for DDT Wrestling. So maybe I wouldn't have. We'll see. But either way, Buddy Murphy gets the win. Hard-fought match. Uh, Manny Fernandez versus Pac. Uh, again, just because I'm more familiar with his work, I'll give it to Pac, but that doesn't mean that the Flying Burrito um, isn't a real, rather good wrestler. And then we've got uh, Petey Williams versus Bruiser Brody. Again, the temptation is to give it to Petey Williams because of the recency, but did Petey Williams himself give me a lot of joy? No. Like, yeah, I like the Canadian Destroyer. I liked him in the X Division, but he himself, I don't remember, like, he wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, Bruiser Brody, in terms of just the matches I have seen with him and the the legacy that he left... You know, you could trace his influence, I truly believe, all the way to Daniel Bryan with the furry boots. I think that's kind of an homage to Bruiser Brody, at least I think it is. Uh, I'm giving the win to Bruiser Brody over P.D. Williams. You're welcome, Jeremy. I'm not doing it for you, but you'll benefit. 
Uh, Fabian Eichner versus Chavo Guerrero. Excellent match. Would be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm watching Chavo right now. Uh, he's gone crazy. Pepe's around, and he just brought out on Thunder a cardboard box to try to trap his Uncle Eddie. And speaking of Manny Fernandez, he put a burrito under the trap to try to lure him in. That's Russell Silly at his finest. A little culturally insensitive, but it's Russell Silly. So Chavo gets the win. Uh, and then Shark Boy versus Matt Hardy version one. Another very tough matchup, but uh, he dresses like a shark. He bites people in the rump. He puts his hand on top of his head like a fin. Shark Boy getting the win, advancing to the wonderful 128. Uh, Shane O'Mac versus Bronson Reed. I, I'm high on Bronson Reed. I think he's got a good career ahead of him, but Shane O'Mac is the best in the world and easily gets the win over Bronson Reed. And then we have Dutch Mantel. Again, here's another Jeremy uh, rule coming into effect, taking on Luke Harper. I like Luke Harper. Uh, the fact that he's left and is now turned into Brody Lee makes me tempted to like Luke Harper less, which is weird. And I'm also like, all right, what did I like about Luke Harper? I like the size. I like the skill for his size. But did he make the most of it? You don't know. Like, maybe he could have done better. Maybe it was just that the opportunities weren't there for him. Uh, again, I'll give it to Jeremy and I'll give it to Dutch. Uh, Mantel, I like Zeb Coulter. Uh, I think this guy was, was he Texas? No. Red River Jack? He was a masked wrestler. It's, oh, Texas Dirt. He was Texas Dirt. Okay, now I don't feel as bad about giving it to Dutch Mantel. Look, Luke Harper was never Texas Dirt. Um, I am pretty confident in who's going to win that next matchup anyways. All right, here we go. Adam Cole versus Buddy Murphy. Oh, be still my heart. Uh, Pac versus Bruiser Brody. Love the clash of styles there. Uh, Chavo Guerrero versus Sharkboy. Wrestle Silly Masterpiece. And Shane McMahon versus Dutch Mantel. Those are the, uh, I believe those will be the final matchups of these pages uh, before Brandon comes along and uh, reshuffles the rankings, getting some new matches ready to go. All right, page 14. Let's move on. Uh, Diesel versus Otis. I like Otis. I loved that he had a WrestleMania moment. I like that they're going forward with him and Mandy as a couple. But uh, I, Diesel was my... I was a Diesel fan as a kid. So I'm giving it to Diesel. Um, I remember talking about this weeks ago. Uh, Haku versus Tim Horner. Sorry, Jeremy. Uh, Haku gets the win. Uh, easily over Tim Horner. He made it to the terrific 256, though, so that's where the Horner line, I guess, will be, somewhere in there. Um, the Hurricane versus Tyler Bate. I really thought, I'm not sure if it's present tense or past tense, um, that Tyler Bate could have been like an Adam Cole. I don't know if I still feel that way. Like, he kind of disappeared. I thought he was moving to the NXT roster full-time. Maybe the pandemic got in the way. Maybe he will. Uh, or maybe he's content to be a UK guy. And I, I can respect that. Um, I'm giving it to the Hurricane because the Hurricane gave us, and by us I mean Doc and GQ and I, a lot of laughs in our college years. 
Um, I'm still high on Tyler Bate. I just, again, similar to Alan Cole, I worry about his future. Um, Shane Douglas versus Yano. I'm sorry. I, I try to like Shane Douglas, and I appreciate uh, who he is to ECW. I see why people put him on the Mount Rushmore of ECW, but I can't stand him. Every time he does an interview or he's in a match, unless he's surrounded by people I like, I skip it. I'm sorry. I do. And Yano is uh, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Kurosawa versus the Belfast Bruiser. We give that, of course, to Fit Finley. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Broken Matt Hardy. I didn't watch TNA, so I missed a lot of the Broken Matt. I'm not counting Woken Matt. Um, the final deletion was good and led to one of the great nerd DC songs. Every so often I sing, Brother Nero, Brother Nero, in a dilapidated boat. But uh, I like Roman Reigns. And, you know, I I do think, you know, he's still going to be a major part of... Uh, the WWE, if anything, this will prove, hopefully, to the powers that be, don't have just one guy. Don't have just one guy. Austin had a supporting cast around him. He had The Rock. He had Hunter. He had Taker. He had Kane. He had Mankind. You had six or more guys who you could give the ball to even for a couple of weeks, and they could run with it, you know? Now, granted, you have two shows, so it's a little harder to do, but make me believe that. You've got Wyatt, you've got Strowman, you've got Reigns, you've got Rollins. Add some more names to there. Like, Cena doesn't count. Uh, don't count Brock. You know, hey, you've got McIntyre. You know what? I don't like him, but make Lashley, a, you know, a kind of a main event guy. Uh, you know, throw Wharton in there. Throw Edge in there. Like, give me eight or ten guys who you believe can be part of the main event scene, Styles, Brian, maybe they do have them, but it doesn't feel the same to me now. But don't just put all your eggs in one big dog basket. You know what I mean? Uh, Montez Ford versus Cesaro. Man, that match would be good. Um, Cesaro clearly is going to get the win. I love him. Um, but Montez Ford, you know how I feel. Future top heel. I really believe that. Uh, and then stunning Steve Austin versus Perry Saturn. Very tough. Uh, like them both, but stunning Steve. Great character. Great athlete. A uh, lot of fun. So, page 14. Here are the matchups Diesel versus Haku. Hot diggity. Uh, the Hurricane versus Yano. Oh, man, that would be amazing. Uh, the Belfast Bruiser versus Roman Reigns. Love it. And Cesaro versus stunning Steve Austin. Love it. What great matchups coming your way in the fourth round, the wonderful 128. We got two left. All right, you still with me? I'm really excited, not just because I want to find out what the rest of the matches are, but after this, I get to take all these folders, pull out all the brackets, and move the losers down to the consolations and see what the matchups are. Um, I could do. No. I was going to say, I could do an entire episode where I just told you the matchups, but I think that would be too much. We're, we're getting a little crazy here. Uh, this is page 15. Um, Dirty Dick Slater advancing again via the Jeremy Rule versus Jushin Thunder Liger. I'm giving the win to Jushin Thunder Liger. Love him. Uh, never really cared for Dirty Dick Slater. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Meng versus King Kong Bundy. 
you know, one of these days, uh, either Meng or Haku is going to have to lose. Um, we'll talk about that when that day comes, because Haku versus Diesel, I could go either way. I'll have to talk it out when we get to it. And now this match up here, if you've been paying attention, we'll see. I don't know how I feel. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Viscera. I never, I liked Hacksaw Jim Duggan as a kid just because he had a song, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He beats people up. Uh, but I'm giving it to Viscera. I liked Viscera. That just that many trash bags to wear. Like it looked like he was wearing an entire glad box of trash bags. And I loved Mabel, loved the wrestler. Um, I'm giving it to Viscera. Uh, the artist, formerly known as Prince Iakea versus King Booker. Come on, man. You know how I feel about these born-again sort of gimmicks. Uh, King Booker, 100%, gets the win over the artist. Although, to be fair, the artist also had a gimmick that was totally different, and he did a very nice job with it. Prince Iakea was bland. He was milk toast or whatever the expression is. The artist had something, and it wasn't just Charmel. Uh, but there's a connection. I didn't even think of that until just now. He had Paisley, who is Charmel, who is Booker T's wife. Where, who's she going to side with? Obviously with King Booker, but there's some tension there. Oh, that would be a good match. Good booking. Um, randomness. All right, Edge versus Bubba Ray. Bubba Ray Dudley got the win over Kevin Sullivan. Um, who do I like more? I was never an Edgehead. Um, you know, the, that was not my scene. I liked the, him with Christian, I suppose. The Rated R Superstar was good, but I wasn't watching a lot of that. Um, I'm glad he's able to come back. Bubba Ray, I'm skipping a lot of that because they're feuding with Tommy Dreamer and Sandman, and it's, I, it's, truthfully, before recording this, about an hour ago, I was watching an episode of Hardcore TV from 98, um, it's Bubba Ray, Big Dick, and Devon versus the Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, and their mystery opponent, uh, Mr. Onita, I think, from Japan. Um, and Mr. Onita came out and then all of a sudden turned on Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. I don't know why. And I, I just stopped watching because I was just kind of like, eh, I don't get what's happening. Um, I'll go with Edge. You know, this isn't Bubba Ray. Well, it is Bubba Ray. This isn't... This is ECW Bubba Ray, and I, I like him. I like the character, but I will admit, the dancing was better. Like, he was he was the most popular wrestler in ECW for a while. Now he's turned heel, and I'm not paying attention to the feuds. Maybe it'll get better. Uh, but I'll give the win to Edge. And then we've got Kerry Von Erich versus Chris Candido. I, I am so high on Chris Candido right now. He is the one of the best parts of any show he's any ECW show I'm watching that has him it's great he's really really good makes me wish um he would have gotten a better shot you know if he had if he was a few inches taller if he had gone to WCW and been a cruiserweight instead of being a body donna like you know there's a lot of what ifs there but he could have really been a name uh to remember uh, Bradshaw versus Sabu. This is Justin Hawk Bradshaw. You know, I just watched Bradshaw. Again, I think I just said, fight Mark Canterbury. I, but I don't love Sabu. Sabu's not good. He does crazy things, but he's not good. He misses a lot. I'm giving it to Bradshaw. Like, 
watching ECW, I have more love for Taz, more love for Chris Candido, um, less love for Sabu. I never was particularly a big fan of Tommy Dreamer or the Sandman. So yeah, it's it's kind of weird watching ECW. Um, Bradshaw gets the win, and then we've got Shelton Benjamin versus Ken Shamrock. Heck of a match, but Shelton has brought me more joy. All right, page fifteen. We're doing good on time. Jushin Liger versus Meng. Mm, fun. Viscera versus King Booker. I'd watch it. Edge versus Chris Candido. That'll be lights out. And Bradshaw versus Shelton Benjamin. Very very good. All right, one page to go, and then the third round is over. What a world. Thanks for coming with me on this journey. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus the Mountie. He's the Mountie. He's handsome. He's brave. He's strong. Uh, I like Zack Sabre Jr., and I should really, really love all the technical stuff, but I don't. Not from him. Um... He looks like Regal if you sucked a lot of the girth and bulk out of Regal. Uh, I'm giving it to the Mountie. Stone Cold versus Hugh Morris. I'm giving it to Stone Cold. No question. Dolph Ziggler versus John Cena. Great matchup. Giving it to John Cena. Found more joy in him throughout the years. Mankind versus Jay Lethal. Giving it to Mankind. Loving seeing Mankind. Loving seeing Stone Cold in 98. Just watched uh, Mick Foley get thrown off the cell. Wow, what a crazy match. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Little Guido. I will give that to Samoa Joe, no question. I am concerned he's never going to wrestle again in the WWE. He's going to be, I guess, the full-time broadcaster for Raw. I think that's great if that's, you know, if his, if the nagging injuries are just too much and he wants to move to a new phase of his career, he could be a broadcaster for the, he could be the next test, broadcaster for the next 10, 15 plus years. Um, happily. I'll always have some what-ifs on his NXT and WWE run, but then again, I got to see it, and that was awesome. Plus, I have Impact Plus, and eventually I'm going to get to the Samoa Joe era, and that will be amazing. The Giant versus Apollo Crews. Uh, love that Apollo Crews is, at least when I'm talking to you, the U.S. champion. Wouldn't be surprised if he's not by the time you hear this. I'll give it to the Giant. The Giant was Amazing in 95, 96. A guy that size doing drop kicks, going off the top rope. You know, he was great. Uh, Hardcore Holly versus the American Badass. Oh, come on. Hardcore Holly was great. Again, uh, two guys who completely revitalized their characters. But American Badass, you know how I feel about that that version. And then Amish Roadkill versus Aiden English. Uh, Amish Roadkill. I'm sorry, Bubby. But... You know, now granted, I've only seen one match of you as Amish Roadkill. I wasn't super impressed. You're still Amish, so I love you. But uh, let's work backwards through these four matches. Uh, he's taking on the American Badass. Come on. The American Badass versus Amish Roadkill. I'd book that match. Uh, Samoa Joe versus The Giant. Love it. The Mountie versus Stone Cold. Love it. John Cena versus Mankind. Oh, what a match to end on. You know. These are some fantastic fourth-round matchups uh, going on here. You know, part of me wants to get people on uh, to share these matchups, and part of me wants to be really selfish and get to do all of this myself because it is so much fun to think and imagine. And again, we're talking about joy. 
who knows what sort of upsets we're going to get uh, in here because, because it's the quest for joy. The third round's over. Brandon Banks, we finally did it. Um, the third round is over. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Uh, we're down to 128 names. They're the final 128. We'll do one more round eventually. we got to get through the other brackets and things first. Um, and then Brandon Banks, speaking of, will re-rank. And when we're down to the final 64, and then it will be Corona Cup Madness because there will be 64 wrestlers left. And we'll have ourselves a new bracket page, just one, and we'll find ourselves a winner. We will find an end to this, I promise you. Stay with me. We're going places. Uh, this chapter is closed. Big chapter. This is like, uh, this unit is closed. This entire, this book, perhaps. The book of the third round is closed. We will open up another book uh, on our next episode. My name is DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. Until we meet again, I'll see you the next time we go by the book.